Chapter 44 Which is more precious, your name or your true self? Which do you value more, your true self or what you own? Which is the real calamity, winning or losing? Lust for possessions is costly. Hoard everything, and you will lose everything. Learning to be content avoids dishonor. Knowing when to stop adverts disaster. This is the key to longevity in life's endeavors. I'm going to focus a little bit more on this top portion and especially about this idea of true self. So when Lao Tzu is asking, which is more precious, your name or your true self? And your name could be like your reputation, uh, your name, I mean, obviously it's just maybe even your, your family history, you know, who, you know, who it is that, that you're told that you are from your family and society all around you. It also could be like fame if you were just trying to seek after, uh, you know, just, you know, making a name for yourself. You know, there's that, that piece of it too. And all of that to kind of put it up against your true self. Especially growing up, the concept of my true self was really difficult for me because I didn't know who I actually was. I was so used to being told by other people, you know, who who I am or what I'm supposed to do. And I wasn't really, I mean, I, you know, I was asked the question of, like, oh, what do you want to do when you grow up? But even that question had certain limitations from my, my family, society, and church in general of what that could even look like. I, I couldn't really be 100% honest with what I even felt like I wanted, what I wanted to do or who I wanted to be because there were certain things that, like I said, were completely off limits to me as a woman, uh, you know, just being in church in general, like I was really drawn to psychology, but the circles that I traveled in, they didn't believe that psychology was a good, it was even, they didn't even think it was real to pursue that, that, you know, the studying of the mind somehow was maybe even against, you know, what God's wishes for us would be that that's just, you know, quackery and all this other stuff that, you know, what can you really learn from that anyway? It's a bunch of people with agendas and that kind of stuff. And there's so much that like went into that and at least from at least those are the things that I was absorbing from other people when I talked about wanting to pursue some of the stuff and maybe I completely misunderstood them but that is what I internalized and so then that left me with not knowing even as I'm in college and stuff like what you know what's the next thing that I want to pursue because the thing I actually want to do I can't um and so to be asked, like, who is your true self? Like, there were already, from the moment I was born, there were certain limitations and expectations already put upon me to not even really fully being able 
to ask that question. And then you think of, you know, like, okay, social media and things like that, or just in when you go out in the world in general, and you know, you, you've got all these things going on inside of you, but you just put on that brave face, the smile on your face, you know, that put on this brave smile, and you're just going to go out there and act like everything is okay, when there are so many times when, you know, I've been on the verge of, of tears, where I've dealt with depression, when I've dealt with sometimes even just sadness, when I've had, I don't know, just frustrations. I felt like I've been let down by people sometimes, and and yet I don't really, sometimes, a lot of times I didn't feel comfortable even wrestling with some of that stuff, you know, like I, or acknowledging it, that I would just sort of push it aside, push it down. And I think of even sometimes with anxiety and, and, and fears and things like that. And you just kind of like, you sometimes keep moving forward. You keep pushing past even where I'm afraid to admit to myself sometimes. And I'm certainly afraid to admit to other people that I am suffering in some of these ways at times. Anytime I'm doing that, I'm not honoring my true self. I'm just learning how to once again fit in a certain box that everybody else expects of me. And so it's a kind of interesting question, you know, which is more precious, your name or your true self? It sounds like an easy question for me. I'd ask, oh yeah, just definitely it's my true self. But then I think of how many times do I not honor my true self? What's really going on? that I'll hide my anxiety, I'll hide my depression, I'll hide my fears uh, so people don't think that that's something that I, I struggle with. That I don't maybe even want the attention, I don't want the drama or whatever that might go along with any of it or just having to deal with it is hard, all of it. <laughs> but if I don't wrestle with some of that stuff, if I don't admit the reality of some of that in my life, and if I don't seek help when I need it, then I'm definitely saying that what is more important at that time is my name, my reputation, or or perhaps even what's connected because also maybe if I said certain things, then it would affect, you know, where I'm living or where I'm working and all of that stuff. And, and so then that's another thing, like, you know, <laughs> what's more important, your true self or what you own. <laughs> and we don't always think of it. It's not just like, oh, I, you know, I love this, this car or house or whatever, but how many, you know, it might be easy to say, no, I don't really care about that stuff over my true self. But then we sacrifice ourselves all the time to sometimes maintain a cost of living that is killing us to, to maintain. <laughs> and at that point, are we honoring our true selves? You know, the next part where Lao Tzu says, which is the real calamity, winning or losing? And in that scenario, I sort of, I picture like almost like this juggler. This person is sitting there juggling all these balls. And I feel like that in my life sometimes of all of these things that I'm holding up and, and spinning and, you know, letting these balls all go around. But then, you know, kind of like when that first ball falls falls out and it's like you realize you can't keep this going you can't keep it all together and then it's pretty quickly thereafter you break concentration and they all kind of tumble sometimes that's really scary when that happens but then sometimes it can also 
be relieving because it was really hard to keep up all of juggling all of those balls in the first place and at least when it all starts when it crumbles like it's not there to keep trying to pretend like everything's okay that I can keep doing this it actually is proof that no you can't and sometimes that that, that just offers such even a, a breath of fresh air I mean maybe not right away maybe it's you know I know often in life it's scarier when things start to fall apart it can be really scary and sometimes we grasp on even a little tighter but I think at least at the point where we have to come to terms with the fact that we can't maintain a current existence that does not honor our true self is and can be ultimately a blessing. It is and can be how we ultimately find freedom and peace on the other side. But until then, it's very possible to never have that peace because we can kind of just keep juggling it. It can keep maintaining it and we're not forced to deal with what's going on. That's what I've been working on for several years now is trying to figure out who is my true self and how do I honor that that true self. And I do know as the rest of the chapter goes on and Lao Tzu warns that when we do lust for things, that we hoard things um, and we're not content with what we have and we have, you know, we keep spinning our wheels harder, it is harder and harder to really ever enjoy life or have longevity in life's endeavors because we will just either work or worry ourselves till it affects our health, until it affects our well-being. And that the more things that we don't need to have or cling on to, then the more ability that we have to be able to make big moves even when we need to um, because they're not so impossible because we can't afford to make some changes. I, there was a, a student recently that had asked me, she, she said that, you know, she's going to be getting married soon and asked if, you know, what sort of advice I had. And I gave her several th things, but one of the, one of the main things I did tell her was that having a minimalist outlook on life, as far as, so not trying to hoard things to like just have what you need and, and have and have quality but and good things um but not like having so like so much stuff that it's just hard to manage all of it then you can be more ethical in each of your decisions that you're making because she mentioned that she and her spouse they're both going to be going into church work and there's sometimes when you have to leave a bad church situation but if you have huge bills and things like that like you are sometimes only as ethical as your options and and so I was saying to her I said that was one one piece of advice that you can start early on as a couple to just enjoy and live fully with the things that you do want or need you know to survive and thrive but to not buy into sometimes stretching beyond our means in such a way that it keeps us so that we are forced to make certain decisions or can't find the freedom that we need when we need it. Well, friends, I hope that some of this will be helpful. Uh, it's it's not easy, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. And I, I've, but I, 
I wouldn't trade any anything that I've learned along the way for whatever fragments of a life I had before. So thank you. And as always, peace upon peace, friends. Have a great rest of your week.